Hey guys, I'm Anna. And I'm Adway, and this is Double Testimony. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast here today. We've got Anna and myself here. Hello. And we've got a special guest with us, um, Mr. Zachary O'Donoghue. Special guest. Oh. Yes. Yeah, My special. You're special to me. What an honor. Thank you. Yeah. You're so special. I have a question for you. Yeah. So, Zach, I want to ask you. We've never, we haven't done a plant themed icebreaker question before. Surprising, shocking, yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah, plant themed. This is a planted pro- podcast and we haven't had a plant themed oh, question yet. So, I'm going to ask you if you could describe yourself as a plant, what would it be and why? Well, firstly, I would like to say it's pronounced plant. Oh, okay. And then, in response to your question, I would say, <laughs> um, I don't know. I've actually recently been getting into plants. Yeah. Recent. Yeah, because yeah. I've moved into my own place. Yeah. Whoa, so fancy. I have Become my own plants. Plant dad. Yes. Plant I'm dad. a caring parent. Is it plant dad? Coming. No, it's not plant dad. <laughs> no one says dad. That's stupid. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to leave. Yeah. yeah, so what plant? Um, a, ooh, I have this, it's called like a Al, Alpine Schefflera. I don't actually know how yep. to pronounce it. I'm not a scientist. Wow. But, or a botanist, botanist. is probably yeah, the right botanist. term. Um, but yeah, it's like, the, the English term is an umbrella plant. Oh, lovely. And so it's like lots of umbrella-y leaves that kind of. Um, and I think the deeper meaning behind that is yeah. because when life starts raining, I like to put up my umbrella and shield everyone from oh. the, the dampness of, of what is hard and be that protection. Oh. I don't know. Oh, I just, beautiful. Like we'll go beautiful, with that. Zach. It's just probably not even true, but that's, that's the meaning I came up with. That's, that's, that's good. I like it. Wow, Thank you. Thank I'm you. impressed. Well, we've got plenty of questions to ask you throughout mm. this podcast, but before we jump into it, I'd just like to pray for us and for mm. you Sounds on good. this podcast. So, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this time that we're here together to record this podcast, to hear what you have to say through Zach and through his life and him testifying of the amazing things that you've done in his life, Lord. I just pray that um, that all the things spoken will be fruitful and will really touch the listeners' hearts out there mm. and really... Um, mean something to them. So I pray all of this in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, Anna, would you like to ask the next question yeah. to Zach? Yeah. Well, Kick actually, it off. first of all, can you tell the listeners how old you are? Oh, yeah. Yes, I can. I can tell <laughs> Will them that. Will you please? <laughs> uh, I am 20 years old. 20. Awesome. We're like a little... Great for 20. Yes. I was going to say we're all 20, but... Yeah, no, I'm like I'm, I'm not 20. twenty yet. I'm nineteen. Hello. Baby. I know, I'm a baby. Well, I just like people to know that so they kinda of know who's talking to them and what mm-hmm. kind of stage of life you're in. Yes. But the question sense. we start off with everyone is can you share your testimony of how you came to God in the first place? How he reached you? Yes, I can do that as well. And I will do it. <laughs> you now. Will do it. Thank you. Um Yeah, I had the, the great blessing of being born into a Christian family in a Christian household. Uh, and from a very young age, I remember being told, uh, yeah, the, the classic Sunday school stories and, and learning about the Bible, praying at, at meal times, all those kinds of things, going to church uh, on the weekends. And then 
When I was around kindy year one, my dad became the pastor of our church. Um, and so he initially started working in, in youth stuff, but sort of gradually moved his way into being the, kind of the lead pastor there. And so, yeah, from quite a young age, I was kind of the pastor's kid. And so, yeah, that was a, an incredible blessing and an incredible thing to happen to me because it means that, um, yeah, the, the church congregation are praying for you perhaps slightly more than they do other kids, whether that's right or wrong, uh, just seems to be the case mm. um, that, yeah, the, the pastor and the pastor's family get prayed for more specifically, um, which is incredible because people were praying that I would, um, yeah, become a Christian that I would understand uh, from that very young age. Um, and that's, that's amazing. Um, but I think there's also a lot of negatives that come with uh, being a, a pastor's kid. Uh, and I think I definitely found that hard growing up uh, because, yeah, particularly in Sunday school, I felt kind of pressured to know all the answers. And, um, and yeah, when, when the harder questions were asked, everyone would look to me. And that kind of shaped my understanding of what uh, what faith meant, what trusting in Jesus uh, looked like, and and what a Christian was. Because I I kind of saw it as a if I know all the answers, and if I can memorize the Bible verses, and if I can sing the songs with my eyes closed without having to read the words on the screen, then I'm a Christian, and God loves me because. Yeah, I know all these things. I can do all these things. People are impressed with me, so God must be impressed with me too. Mm. And so, yeah, that was kind of foundationally where I was at as a kid. Uh, and, and I think that's partly because I, yeah, I just didn't really know any better. And I, I understood the gospel that, that kind of, that we are kind of bad people and that Jesus came and he, he wanted to save us. But I didn't really get it fully because I, yeah. I thought that, yeah, sure, Jesus died to save me, but he died to save me because he knew that I was going to be great. And and so that's where my head was at, which is definitely not right, uh, because looking back, I was not great. I was, I was a kid, and knowing all the words on, on the screen is actually not that impressive, uh, or nearly as impressive as I thought it was. Um, anyway, uh, it came to probably around year seven uh, age, and I um, I went up into the Blue Mountains to uh, Katoomba to a conference there for youth called Kick, uh, and that was really an incredible time and an incredible experience for me uh, because I think for the first time it's where I fully understood the depth of the gospel and what that actually meant for me as a person. Uh, and yeah, it, it changed my life, um, I think. Um, yeah, and so on the, the Saturday night of, of that conference, they have kind of their evangelistic altar call uh, kind of night. Uh, and Sam Chan uh, was, was preaching and, and he was talking about uh, the doctrine of adoption. Uh, and, and he basically put forward this idea that we could call God our dad. And I think that was really pivotal for me because I I kind of got for the first time the the personal relationship that's involved uh, and I think even though they're kind of the same word kind of father and dad 
uh, I think, because I'd always grown up hearing, it, um, yeah, God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. And mm. so kind of that idea of the word Father was my understanding of God. And yeah, Father, Dad, same word, but I, I feel as though in some way Father seems a bit more kind of strict and... Um, and and then when you get to the word dad, it's much more personal, much more loving. Um, and yeah, and I think that kind of really rocked my world of being like, hang on, I can call God my dad because this is a personal relationship. Mm. And then that kind of led me to this kind of conclusion of actually my earthly dad, he doesn't care whether I know the words on the screen or can memorize Bible verses. Mm. He doesn't care whether I do well at school or whether I'm good at sport. He loves me because he's my dad. Mm. And and so that kind of, yeah, really changed the way I understood God. And I realized actually God is my dad and there's this relationship. He loved me so much that even though I let him down and I hurt him and I rejected him, mm. that he still chose me and he loved me so much that he would send Jesus to die. And so I think that kind of, that change and shift in my head was when I first understood the gospel. And I think that's, I would say, when I became a Christian in year seven. So, yeah, that is actually really incredible. And just like, in the sense of after coming to that understanding and making that decision to be, you know, not just acting like a Christian, but being planted in God and mm. really laying your foundations in Him. How, 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 is, how is that from that point moving forward mm. for you? Yeah. It, it was not as easy as I would have hoped, I think, mm. which I th- is a reality of the Christian walk. Mm. Um, but when you're young, I think you kind of have a limited understanding yeah. of the world and... Um, Things don't go as smoothly as, yeah, perhaps anyone would would plan them to go or, or would like them to be. And so, yeah, it hasn't been the easiest time. Um, yeah, becoming a Christian, hands down, the best decision I've made, but it hasn't made life the easiest life. Um, and I think, yeah, straight after that kind of year seven uh, kick experience, um, heading back down the mountain and back to school. And mm. um, yeah, it was around that, that time when I started uh, struggling at, at school, um, not so much academically, but uh, with the people around me. Um, and yeah, through that, um, yeah, a lot of mental health uh, issues have come from that time around year seven and year eight. Uh, and so that has made life really hard, and I've I've gone through a lot of up and downs, and 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 questioning God, and, and asking why why me, and and if you loved me, why why would this happen? All those kinds of questions um, mm. that I think are natural when you're going through a really hard time. Um, and I think, yeah, it, it really made me consider seriously why. I was a Christian and why I said I was a Christian and why I had this faith because I knew that 
I could call God my dad and, and then I now had to figure out, well, do I want to? Mm. Is this something that actually means that much to me that I will call God my dad or or do I think it's not worth it uh, or that he doesn't really love me so I'm not going to call him call him dad? And so I had to work through that um, and it was a hard process. Um, but I think God has been very gracious in placing people in my life and putting me in in certain places and circumstances such that I have been planted and I have been really given that great foundation. And I think a huge part of that is my family and dad being uh, being in and around the church so regularly and having those relationships of solo Christian people investing in me and encouraging me and praying for me. And that makes a huge difference because I think they, yeah, they input so much into you that you don't even realize at the mm. time and so i think that was that was really big um and yeah i think also the the kind of environments that that god placed me in um, growing up at a christian school and having the opportunity to lead and serve there uh, in a variety of different ways um leading school christian lunchtime groups and things like that where i've kind of had to stand up and be like this is what i believe and mm. so then having to work personally behind the scenes and going well if i'm going to get up and say this i better make sure i actually mean it uh, yeah. and so it really forced me to kind of sit down and, and get into the word and kind of read it for myself and go no actually this god who who made the world and and everything and, and has chosen me he loves me and i love him and and figuring out well why is that um and what is it that um, that shapes my life and I think yeah it, it was a journey and a process but praise be to God that he has been faithful and, and kept me through that yeah yeah that's amazing like yeah no one no one says it's gonna be easy yeah no yeah. <laughs> and then they say they for, did. I wish yeah. they did yeah like, but there's a the reason opposite. there's yeah. a reason why they say it's yeah. not easy because it isn't but I guess it's the smaller decisions are just in, just as important as mm, the big ones you make definitely. in the walk. So for, for you, what, what has been some important smaller decisions that have stacked on or smaller decisions that you didn't make and you wish you did mm. or mm, didn't make question. and you're great that you didn't because it's... Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, I think kind of the first and biggest one is kind of getting into the into the word and making that decision to be like if I take this seriously and if I'm calling God my dad mm. I better act as part of his family and, and a big part of that is getting to know him better through his word and so I think yeah easily the the best decision I made was to spend time in God's word regularly uh, and yeah that makes an incredible difference um, but yeah I think yeah I, I think you brought it out really well that there are lots of decisions that we did make that we regret and lots of decisions we or things we didn't do uh, that we're glad we didn't mm. do. Mm. And I think that was a big part. Um, I think growing up, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not that big a deal looking back, but when you're in school, things seem a massive deal and, and friends seem huge and, and the, the cool group and the cool people and hanging out with them seems a huge deal and yeah. kind of when you're at school your life is school mm. and so yeah I think 
in and around that, there was a bunch of kind of big decisions I had to make in terms of who am I going to hang out with, who am I going to spend time with, and what am I going to do with my time at school. And I think, yeah, I made some some decisions that I'm really glad I did. And I think particularly one uh, in the in the later half of school, uh, one which I potentially wouldn't advise to everyone, mm-hmm. um, but essentially I, I kind of made the decision when I was in eleven year 11 and 12 to be like, I want to pursue a life of, of Christian ministry and, and Christian leadership. And, and so I want to use this time to prepare me well for that. Wow. Uh, and so I kind of made the, the choice that, um, uh, yeah, I was kind of directing uh, the, the school Christian groups at the time and, um, yeah, leading a, a team of leaders. And I was kind of finding um, we're at our meetings and we're, we're trying to prepare uh, things and, and rostering people on for talks and, and everyone's saying, well, I can't do this week because I've got an assignment then and I can't do this week because mm-hmm. I've got an exam then, which is which is totally, yeah. totally fine. Like, there's no problem with that. But I kind of found myself going, like, that doesn't actually matter that much to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't mind giving a talk the day of an exam, like, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, I can, I can deal with that because I would rather prepare myself and do, give a talk than, than do really well in an exam. And so I think that was a big decision I made was actually I'm, I'm going to make this Christian ministry thing more important to me than my academic life at school. And that's not to say that I just threw <laughs> that away yeah. and yeah. didn't care at all. And so, yeah, I still studied and I still did my assignments. But I, I think I made a conscious choice of actually, you know what? I I want to do this at school and I want to get this out of school rather than study, mm. which most people are at school for. Yeah, yeah absolutely. probably what I was at school for, but yeah. I, I didn't focus on that as much. Yeah, no, that's amazing. I think um, as Christians, we are automatically leaders because mm. we're claiming that we know the mm. truth now. We've yeah. met Jesus. So in your life, what are some ways that you have sort of taken a hold of that and become a leader, like you were talking about ministry, what are some ways that you've seen that happen in your life and you've made choices mm. to be a leader through your faith? Mm. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a weird one for me because I don't feel as though I've done that much in terms of being a leader in my life. It's just kind of happened. And I think that's the beauty of of God is that He... He makes you and shapes you into his person as you live for him and as you follow him. Uh, and yeah, I think, yeah, it's just a lot of things have just fallen in my lap, which has been an incredible blessing. And I think, yeah, one of the biggest things, especially early on, was that school ministry uh, role kind of heading that up and, and working in and around that. And and I kind of got involved in, in the school groups uh, along with a couple of other guys in my year a bit earlier than perhaps we should have. Uh, and so we were kind of taking on the, um, yeah, the coordinating of the year 10 to 12 group and, and training for that when we were in year nine so wow. that we were then, when we were in year 10, leading it, mm. um, which was a bit weird, kind of leading year 12s. 
at, at a lunchtime and, and mm. that was definitely a, a learning curve and a, and a strange experience. Um, mm. But that just kind of happened that, that they were in need of leaders and we were there and so they asked us and, and then that happened. Um, and so, yeah, things like that. Um, yeah, I think that's that's kind of happened in, in a bunch of other contexts as well. I think, um, yeah, Camp Kedron is a big one. So mm. I think, yeah, growing up, being a part of that with my parents, directing camps there. Uh, and then, yeah, it just kind of, I was a camper and then I was kind of hanging in, in and around camp because of my parents. And then I got mm. asked to be a leader Again, perhaps maybe slightly earlier than I should have been, um, but <laughs> it it happened and, and I did it and and yeah, I didn't kill anyone, so that's good. <laughs> well, that's a good sign <laughs> um, for a leader. Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, I think God has constantly blessed me with opportunity to opportunities to serve Him, particularly in those kinds of leadership roles, um, which is something that I love doing. Um, but strangely something that I'm not really that great at uh, when I'm not trusting God, which well, I think is very, I think um, potentially that's a, a fact of life for everyone. But I think, yeah, particularly with kind of my mental health issues and struggles, I think I actually find being up the front and, and leading quite difficult. Um, but for some reason or another, uh, when when I'm doing camps or when I'm at church, God, through His Spirit, kind of kind of works and and it happens and right. Hopefully, I do an all right job for Him. Yeah, well, you know that's interesting to hear because, like, you know, you just led a camp that I was leading on, and I think that was a really eye-opening experience for me to see someone my own age directing a camp. And I think um, quite often when we look at leading as a Christian we think about being up the front and being that person who's in mm. charge but in your day-to-day so ministry aside what is some I guess advice or some wisdom you've learned about being a leader in how you live in mm. general like being an example to your friends even what's yeah. some wisdom you can give on that yeah look and I think that's massive I think there's no point trying to be a leader uh, if you're not doing things right in the day-to-day and if you're not focused on God mm. in, in yeah, in the kind of menial everyday tasks and the, yeah, getting into the Word each day and praying every day. Um, because, yeah, as a, as a leader, you want to be modeling what it looks like to be a Christian and, mm. and what it looks like to serve and honor God and what it looks like to follow Him. Mm. And so, I, yeah, I think that's that's kind of a huge thing, um, yeah, to focus on your, your personal growth and your own spiritual growth first and foremost. Um, and, yeah, I think, yeah, and you said it before, uh, I think as Christians we're all called to be leaders. Uh, and and so that that means that, yeah, the way we act around our friends is different and the way that we act at church is, is different uh, because we want to honour God and we want to, yeah, present um, an accurate uh, representation of someone who follows God. And, and we don't want to be standing up and saying one thing and then in our own lives doing the opposite um, mm. because, yeah, that is not honouring to God and that is not um, that is not 
fair on those that you're leading. And so, yeah, it's definitely, definitely really important to kind of focus on, on those things. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really important part of being planted Mm. because the whole idea of being planted is being a genuine, like, follower of Mm, Jesus and you can't just do that half-heartedly I think sometimes we try to get by doing that but Mm. that's not fully loving God and fully giving ourselves to him so you know I think that's awesome that you said that yeah like well like you being a a brand new father of plants now you you, it's (laughs) an intentional choice Mm. to to that um, commitment and Mm. it's the same with Christianity yeah that it's intentional, it's and constant. Mm. And yeah. I think you've been a great example of that. Mm. So thank you so much, Zach, for sharing your testimony yeah. and sharing thank all you. that you've done for God and how he's worked through you. And um, it's just amazing to hear it. Mm. Yeah. Thank so you. thank you, Zach. Thank you for your time. And thank you, everyone, awesome for listening. You. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, guys. And yeah. we'll catch you later. Miss us already? It's okay, we understand. You can check out I Am Planted by Rivers, our YouTube channel, and stay encouraged and up to date on our Instagram and Facebook, I Am Planted by Rivers. Also, you can go directly to our website, iamplantedbyrivers.wordpress.com, where you can find weekly motivating blog posts and even our testimonies. And before you know it, it'll be this time again next week. So till then, stay stay planted. planted.